Welcome to the Power of Transformation podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Dr. Larry Carnes. Glad you could join us for another exciting podcast. Listen, we've been talking about transformation. We've been talking about humility and some different things, unresolved conflicts. Let's focus on false beliefs today. Let me talk to you a moment about false beliefs. Here's a question that I'd like to present to you, and I'd like you to answer this question. How do you resolve the conflict of what you were negatively told about a major person in your life by another major person in your life, only to find out that what you were told wasn't in fact the truth? You were told something by one person in your life who's a major person, has significance in your life, has the ability to influence you, how you think, has the ability to influence you, what you do. Now, they gave you information about another major person that wasn't necessarily positive information. But after years of believing the falsities of what you were told, you discover that what you were told wasn't the truth. The original person disseminating the information to you did not tell you the truth. However, you received it as truth. Now, here's the question. Here's the dilemma. How do you deal with this false belief? Now that you know what you were told is not true, do you refuse to let go of the lie because the lie has become your truth? I want to ask you that again. Now that you have discovered that what you were told wasn't true, do you have difficulties releasing that false belief? How challenging is it for you to now navigate this thing and dispel that false belief as an untruth and begin to now reprogram your mind, reprogram your thinking, reprogram your will, reprogram, watch this now, your emotions. You control your thinking. You control your thoughts. You control your emotions. But now you have to put forth some effort to get rid of the lie that was your truth. How much of a challenge is that? Here's something that you need to be reminded of. In 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter and verse four, it speaks of the God of this world and the ability that the God of this world has to blind the minds of them which believe not. Least the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. When you come into the truth of a situation, has your mind been so blinded by the false belief that you find it difficult to now receive the truth. Here's something that I want to read to you. It's the New Life version of 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. Listen to this. It says, The eyes of those who do not believe are made blind by Satan, who is the God of this world. He does not want the light of the good news to shine in their hearts. This good news shines as the shining greatness of Christ. Christ is as God is. Listen to this. Arrogance and pride will keep you from possessing God's best. Sometimes I can take such pride in that false belief that has become my truth 
that I won't humble myself, listen to me carefully, that I won't do what's necessary to humble myself, dispel the false belief in order to receive the truth. When I receive the truth, by dispelling the false belief, I receive the freedom. Now, it may be painful to begin with, but it's absolutely necessary if you are going to be transformed. If the spirit of your mind is going to be renewed, I must humble myself, dispel the false belief, so that the truth can become the light that gives me freedom. The truth can become the light that I began to walk in. So what are some steps to overcoming the false beliefs? Let me give you this one. Number one, we must make a decision to be renewed in the spirit of our minds. I'm going to say that again. You must make a decision to be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That's Ephesians, the fourth chapter and verse 23. That goes a long way when it comes to finding that internal freedom, that internal freedom, that that release from being held hostage by the false beliefs. You know, it's quite interesting as we listen that we can have false beliefs about ourselves. I was giving thought to something earlier, and I want to just mention this, and we may look at it a bit later. You know, a false belief can become so crippling, a false belief can become so paralyzing that at times we ourselves may find ourselves being narcissistic. Hmm. Narcissistics. That's quite interesting. My question is, when you take inventory of yourself, have you become so narcissistic that you have a false belief as it relates to who you are? You have a false belief because we don't want to go through the painstaking process of getting rid of the falsities in order to embark upon a journey that will uncover and reveal truth. False beliefs, false beliefs. So being renewed in the spirit of the mind is something that's vitally important, it's vitally necessary. If you were going to walk and then experience the joys of transformation, being humble and being willing to admit and submit to the processes, listen to me carefully, to the processes of transformation is vitally important. I cannot be a benefactor of transformation if I won't submit to the processes of transformation. And the other part is I must understand that in order to enjoy the pleasure of a renewed mind, in order to enjoy the pleasure of transformation, I must be willing to endure the pain that's associated with being transformed. So here in Ephesians, the fourth chapter and verse 23, it says this, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. So steps to overcoming false belief is being renewed in the spirit of your mind. Now, number two, what we need to do is we need to have the mind of Christ. That's Philippians. The second chapter in verse five tells us quite clearly, 
let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Now, listen to me. When it says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, that implies that a renewed mind needs our cooperation and our permission to be established. I'm going to say it again. A renewed mind needs our permission and our cooperation in order for the spirit of your mind to be renewed. You must allow it to happen. You must want it to happen. And number three, humble yourself and be obedient. Again, still in Philippians, the second chapter, verse eight says, and being found in fashion as a man, he, speaking of Jesus, humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Steps to overcoming false beliefs. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind, have the mind of Christ, and then humble yourself and be obedient. I want you to do something as you think about this. Identify the major obstacles that stand in the path of humility and provide an explanation of why humility has appeared to be so elusive in your life, if it has appeared to be elusive in your life. Catch this nugget as we began to meditate on this. Here's a nugget for you. A true servant humbles his or herself to the degree that they are oblivious to comments which speak negatively when it comes to their ability to overcome false beliefs. A true servant humbles his or herself to the degree that they're oblivious to comments that speak negatively when it addresses their ability to overcome false beliefs. You have to think, you have to speak, and you have to believe. Think, speak, believe, and see what you desire. I want to give you something here that's vitally important. We're talking about overcoming false beliefs. In your quest to become all that God has created you to be, as an humble servant in the kingdom of God, do not ask, what can the kingdom do for you? You should ask instead, what can I do for the kingdom? Have you heard it before? True humility, beloved, is an internal submission of your heart, spirit, and will to serve God and his kingdom and to demonstrate it by surrendering to the governmental authority of God. That's kingdom authority. Overcome false beliefs. Replace the I can't with the I can. Replace the I won't with the I will. Here's a question I want you to answer. What motivates you to assist others? And in what spirit do you render service? False beliefs said that you don't have anything to offer. A false belief may say that you're insignificant. You can overcome that false belief. Yet, a false belief can tell you that you are more valuable and more important from an arrogant perspective. Listen to this now. We talked about narcissistics. See, a narcissist, if you will, has a mental condition in which he or she have an inflated sense of their own importance, a deep need for excessive attention 
a deep seed, a deep need for admiration from others. Now, they won't admit that they have this, but their actions and their behaviors and the way they respond to certain situations speak volumes. Do not become a narcissist. in thinking and submitting to the false belief that we are more important than others. Don't become a narcissist to the degree that you have a deep sense of your own importance, a deep need for excesses of attention, a deep need for admiration. That's a false belief, but watch this. It goes back to a deficiency that we may have internally because of something that's occurred in our past. As we navigate the journey, understand we cannot be held hostage by the events that have happened in our past. But when we are renewed in the spirit of our minds and we experience the power of transformation, we understand that we control our thinking we control our thoughts, we control our emotions. When we speak life to it, we must be willing to allow our character to line up with what we say. Remember, as I've said before, and I'll say it again, our words say who we are, but our actions demonstrate who we are. This is the Power of Transformation Podcast. As always, remember to outlove, outserve, and outforgive each other. Listen, optimum blessing to you. The greatest and most favorable degree of God's growth, increase, and reproduction continuously operating, manifesting, and being demonstrated in every area of your lives. Everything lost, stolen, or forfeited is returned. Nothing broken, nothing missing, nothing lacking, but the total restoration of all that God intended for you to be when he released you from his womb, his matrix, from his spirit. Be transformed by the renewing of the spirit of your mind. Optimum blessing. Remember to always outlove, outserve, and outforgive each other. Dr. C, optimum blessing to you.